स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रंजम सुन रहे हैं आपका शब्द का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर पाँच मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेकर तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि आज बाहर का मौसम खुशनुमा है धूप निकली हुई है हमारे साथ स्टूडियो में After such a long time, Maya hai. Maya, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm enjoying the weather when we have a little bit of sun, but it's still nice and cold, so I can wear like a jacket and yes. like stay a little bit warm. I like it. <laughs> In fact, you know, I don't mind cold weather. Me too. Because you can layer up, right? Yeah. What do you do when it is hot? How many things can you take off? I know, I, and you don't want to go downtown sometimes. Yes, people are wearing next to nothing. I right? know. <laughs> so, um, my uncle's a bus driver, and he actually said that sometimes, like some people in downtown would just go on the bus, just wearing a chaddi, wearing nothing. Yeah. Oh. So he can't let those people on the bus, but uh, he's yeah. seen it. He's seen it all. Oh wow, this is amazing. So um, the weather is going to get a little uh, better uh, till the end of the week, and then we are um, we're getting rains. Uh, but before we talk about the rains and and our guest today, who is the one and only Anita Dalakoti, who is in the studio with us, Madam, kaisi hai aap? Bilkul theek. How is life treating you? Uh, very well, actually. Oh, better good. than before. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better to know that it's better than before. Yes. It's all relative. It, it is, of course. Life ka question to relative hota hi hai. Um, we're going to talk about this fake news that's uh, circ- circulating. Yeah. So the uh, yesterday I was like looking on Instagram and a lot of people were reposting um I guess it was like a fake news story about 15,000 Iranian uh, women supporters going to be um, sentenced to death. And then for the women who are virgins, they will get raped first and then killed. So then they have to go to hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the kind of news that was circulating. Yeah. And I looked at that and I was like, uh, what? So then I came in today, looked it up, and it's false news. Justin Trudeau also fell for it. He had reposted it on Twitter, but then quickly took it down. realizing that it's not real. Um and there was actually I checked on CTV they also said that it's not real. Right. And so it's really hard because you know people can make these articles look so real. They can make them sound so real and they will go viral just like like in a snap of a finger. Yeah, right? I know just the, this listening to it makes me upset. So can yeah, you imagine when you believe it and you think it is real news? Uh it can evoke such violent emotions in you. Yeah. Uh, I mean it it's it's I, mean, I don't know what's happening. Be, someone to come up with something like that and write it. What sort of demented mind is that? But it's like the fact that no one questioned it, right? Yes. Like we know that Iran already has a lot of things going on, right? And you know the protests are a really big part of it and how they've cut off the internet. So it's like how do we know that, you know, that this is entirely fake or how do we know this is entirely real or anything that comes out of there, right? True the fact it remains it that there is a problem out there in Iran and women are uh, being persecuted and have been for a long time it's a regime that is um that it is a regime that is cloaking itself under the you know religious um doctrine doctrines and yeah. saying that like women are chattel they're not actually mm. they don't say that but that's what it is right but that is not so so there's a lot going on in Iran and i think we need to actually you know bring light to it but in the proper manner as it is what is going on is outrageous mm-hmm. this sort of news is not something that is going to help them 
No. Especially if it is not true. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I think people need to be more responsible, but yeah, you know, the world is different now. Yeah. I find that, uh, first of all, social media and, and then fads. You know, there are fads. And I was watching uh, Bill Maher, who was talking about how things are, uh, fads are becoming reality and then you drop them. So he, he was talking about, you know, transgender. He was talking about um, uh, homosexuality. He was talking about, and he said by the time, and he's giving all these figures. I should have had the story in front of me because it was a very interesting story. And if, if the way the story is going, every 10, 11 years, it's, the, the figures are going to from 11% to 28% to 32%. Yeah, I saw that. You saw that as well? You put, you put, you put on your story, right? That's right. So he did say by the year of like 2020, 2050, yeah, that everyone would end up being um, a part of the LGBTQ yeah. community. Yes. But the thing that I, I don't really agree with that You're because right. I feel that now this day and age people are more comfortable to come out mm. i can see even in my family there are people who are like 70 mm. and they're closeted mm. you know like you can tell that they're closeted they're mm. not happy their wife or husband is not happy yet they're pretending to be someone they're not mm. see i mean you know this this is actually a topic where <laughs> i have a lot to say in terms of homosexuality long, long ago, and even if you look at uh, murals on temples and in Roman Empire, it was always there. Mm. Society suddenly decided that no, we are only males and females, and uh, females are there to reproduce, mm -hmm. and that's what, you know, if you look at what's happening in the U.S., and that's it. Mm. But essentially, that was never the case. You found there was homosexuality back in thousands and thousands of years ago. Right. And they just decided it's wrong. Yeah. Who decided it's wrong? Yeah, well, you the know, people we, who rule society at exactly. that time. Whosoever is in power decides that. Exactly. Yeah. So now what is happening is, as you said, there's more acceptance that, you know, it's not binary, it's not male or mm. female. There are other people involved here. Like in India, the hijidas. Mm. They've right? been there forever. They've yeah. been there forever. Yeah. But they've been ostracized from society because yes. society decided it. Yes. It's high time society, you know, actually realized what it has done to women okay back in the days they called women witches mm. only because of what they were fearful the men mm. were fearful mm -hmm. of because they could the produce. power of women yeah uh, the 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 power of endurance you know the fact that we could reproduce that the, the child was born in us but they they basically were fearful of women of course and that's why they called them witches mm -hmm. that was it so yeah. now burn the witches yeah that's right so i mean it is what has set back women for thousands and thousands of years. While there is uh, a f there's some sort of equality now, it really isn't there. It'll no. take another thousand years to get to that level where we and men and the acceptance that there are more than just man and woman yes. to happen. Now, it's the generation, it's her generation that is going to see that because they, they don't see color. Yeah. Unless it's imbibed in them from childhood. Yeah. They don't see religion. And their children will not. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It depends, again, on how they bring up their children, the, the younger generation. That's true. That you, is very true. See? Because uh, if they are still... But it's, it's getting lesser and lesser as each generation goes by. And I think one of the things is maybe, you know, interracial marriages would help that a little. Mm. 
right? And again, LGBT, India has come a long way. India has accepted it, right? Right. India has. India has, yeah. legally. But it has. nothing has really changed no. on the surface of it, except for the very rich. That's right. And as far as India's um, stand on it is concerned, it is, as a country, it has accepted it, but in in its day-to-day life, it hasn't been. Like in society. Yeah. 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 So I, I, you know, these 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 are very sensitive topics. But they, the more we talk about it, the more it, because even today, like if you, like you said, there are people who are in their seventies and they're closeted because it's just not the right thing, and they don't know they how they're going to deal with society. Yeah. yeah. Right. The people around them, uh, whether it's acceptable or no, you know, people I know people who are. Um, who from their family are closeted, yeah. but mm-hmm. the rest of the world knows it. So the rest of yeah, I watched this clip on Instagram, and it was from the movie Majama, right? And oh yeah, so yeah. in the movie, the daughter asked le- me to see that movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. the daughter's lesbian, and she's like yelling at her mom. She's like, "Mom, like I'm lesbian. Like you need to accept me. Don't pretend like you accept me. You have to accept me." And like the mom turns around, and she's like, "But I'm lesbian," and she was closeted the entire time. Oh, the mother. Yeah, something like that. I, it oh, was like wow. The, the, it was like a plot twist. I kind of spoiled the movie, but <laughs> I've never seen it. But that one scene was so captivating because it was the South Asian community and the mom had to turn around and be like, but I am too, right? Like, I accept you, but how if I can't even accept myself, you know? Right, right. How it do I do that? Exactly. so deep. Yeah, yeah. it's so ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. It's, t- it's wow. just... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, heavy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, we should do a program just on that one day. We should have right? some experts here. Yes. We should have... Uh, we'll, have th- we'll have you here as well. <laughs> and an expert. <laughs> yeah. M- well, my daughters yes. are... My daughter and uh, daughter-in-law are married. That's and, right. And uh, they, w- they should be here to yeah. express... Exactly. Uh, ...their views and... And it's, it's And there. these are two bright young women. And very smart. Very smart. Yeah. So, as you can see, Anisha Dalakuti is in the house, and uh, we're going to take a very short commercial break and come back. We're going to talk about your health, and we're going to talk about insurance. Yes. Those two things? Yes. In that order? Absolutely. Health first. Start with my health. (laughs) We'll start with your health. And I want to ask everyone, please, and be honest with yourself, and be honest with me as well. How many glasses of water do you drink in a day? Okay? Call me at 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863, because Anita Dalakoti is sitting here. So is our dear Maya, and I am. And we will re- reveal as to how many glasses of water do we drink in a day. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jameson. We have a program Maya is and Anita is We're going to talk about your health. So... I'm going to come to you because uh, you are in my vision, Maya. Oh, So how many times do you drink a glass of water? And how big is the glass of water? So in the morning, I'll have a glass of water that's like the size of my one hand and a half. But No, no. A big glass. Yeah. So like this much. Okay. Right? But then throughout the day, I'll take like sips of my jug of water. But I don't think I drink enough water. But do you have a jug of water? Yeah, I have. And do you like, fill it by the end? Is it empty by the end of the day? No. Oh, See, that's the sharam. problem. <laughs> I have the jug at least. Yeah, she has the jug. <laughs> a good start. So I, I have better than a jug. I have a text message. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know that drinking water is very important? That you have to have at least... I mean, I don't want people to go crazy and drink eight glasses of water or ten glasses of water. But, you know, you your body needs water. And, and when you feel that your lips are getting dry, that means you need water. Oh, uh, I would just put uh, lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anita, I expected that from you. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? So how many glasses of water do you drink now? Now I drink at least five glasses of water a day. See, that's a good one. Mm. Okay. Five glasses. Do you want to be on my list as well? No, no, no. Water reminder list. I'll just put my timer on. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, drinking water has got a lot to do with your health. True. I actually wanted to talk about general health and, you know, how people who have been very healthy Mm. have still come up with these diseases Mm. and, um, you know, terminal diseases or have gotten sick, you know, and have chronic illnesses. Yeah. Uh, So what one needs to remember is, is that, you know, none of us, even if we live a good lifestyle and everything, that helps a lot. Yes. If you exercise, you drink your water, you eat proper foods and everything else. But, but the key thing here is, I think, in my opinion, at least, is that one needs to do regular checkups, Mm. right? Uh, You know, my daughters are coming back because one of their aunts in, in Washington, D.C., very healthy person, lived a life of, you know, like very active life working, and she discovered she had pancreatic cancer. Oh, wow. But the problem is by the time you discover you have pancreatic cancer, it is too late mm. because it is not something we actually look into. Mm-hmm. So I think when people go to their doctors, you know, for annual checkups, uh, of course, it's not... It's not, if everything is functioning fine, you know, you don't need anything. But when you do find symptoms that, you know, make you very tired or, you, you know, you're exhausted and all, you should start looking into your own health very carefully. Mm. And it's very hard to discover things, uh, and, and especially in our system too. You know, you, if, if you're one of those, if you're someone like me, the moment you feel a little better, yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah, I know. You know, and, and you don't. But then this can have far-reaching repercussions on your health. So I think people should definitely have in-depth annual checkups, no matter how young you are. And be proactive about it. And be proactive about it to actually find out. Because I found that the medical system out here, if you don't push it, if you don't challenge it, it will send you back home saying everything is fine. Well, you know, the other thing is, and we've been trying to get hold of uh, the health minister to come and talk to us on our program and take telephone calls, that why are the doctors not seeing patients in person? Uh, I know that for the two years of pandemic, 20 and 21, uh, we expected them to, to not see us, and that's okay. But now that you know things have opened up, why are the doctors choosing not to see anybody personally? Because... I've just recently had had uh, knee surgery. Right. I had to take my bandage off myself, not in the doctor's office. Why? Yeah, because he just wanted me to take the bandage off, take a picture and send it to him. And, And then he would tell me whether everything is fine or not. Is this a specialist? He's a specialist. So probably because of that, the time, I don't know. But it's the same thing to him. If you're going to him, yeah, it will still take the same amount of time. Maybe on the phone takes less time. 
I know? guess so. So I don't know. These are some of the things that bother me a lot. as And, and we, we hear that from our distance as well. I wonder if he was in the clinic, you know? Like, is he actually there to, to you know, look at your picture that you sent? Because yeah. what if he was at home, right? Yeah, like, yeah, maybe, maybe he, he didn't want to go to the clinic because if you were going to yeah. go, then he has to go to the clinic, right? right? So maybe now he works from home. Yeah, but, you know, you um, my doctor sees me in person now if mm-hmm. I have to. Yes. GPs do, and and I'm very grateful that GPs do that. Mm. Uh, but, of course, I'm talking about a specialist, a surgeon. Well, you yeah. should have told him that I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm queasy. I cannot take off my own bandage. Right. Well, he said, then get help. And wow. I did get help. I, I had a friend who is a registered nurse who came to our house, and she did take the bandage off. I didn't take it off myself. You actually, said, he just said get help? Yes. So how do you, if, if I don't have a friend who's a um, nurse, what do I do? Well, then I would have had to go to probably Burnaby General Hospital I or, see. or you know, call them and get a, get someone to come and take my bandage off. I see. I don't know. I mean, how, how I don't know. I mean, how bad is it? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And, and, and especially because this time my leg, my wound was bleeding. Ooh. Yeah. Last time it wasn't. So, you know, that was... And what was his remedy? Well, uh, luckily, uh, by the time we had taken the bandage off, it had all dried out. Okay. Okay. So everything is fine now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to to talk about this. I wanted the the health minister to know that if you're giving money to these doctors for just talking to us on the phone, I want to find out how much money they get. Oh, okay. Well, the thing is that, you know, I think telemedicine is very good. For certain things, like, yes. you know, you have a cough and a cold and a regular, right. the child is, you know, sick and you can sit down and ask the symptoms because for most, uh, for most things, they don't need to see us yeah. uh, because with, with, uh, with now Zoom, mm. uh, you can see the person as though they are there and you can see the symptoms, you mm. can see their eyes. But so for those things, I think it, it frees up uh, time and, mm. uh, you know, they can see more I agree patients. with you. Yes. But, but shouldn't there be a choice? Right? Exactly. There has yeah. to be a choice because people may not be like, think about an 84 year old who doesn't know how to get onto Zoom. Mm. What does she do? Mm. Like a uh, prime example, my mother was, uh, my mother uh, has this handy dart mm. who takes her for her morning aqua physical, whatever thing that they, you know, that she has to do. And she used to be on an automatic um you know, call. she didn't have, to, uh, yeah, yeah, she didn't have to call every day. Otherwise right. she had to call every day. She's 84 years old. Something must have happened in the, because we went out on a trip. Mm. And so that every that scheduler finished. Yeah. And now she has to call every day. And there's nothing she can do until I get onto the phone. Oh. So I got onto the phone. And this is just, this is, I mean, this is not medical, but it's the same thing for medical yes. as well. Yes. I got onto the phone and uh, the scheduler wasn't working. He's, yeah. They said they'll, he'll call back. He's never called back. Mm. So I asked my mother, what do I do? She says, don't worry, but I'll keep doing whatever I have to. And then, you know, maybe, you know, at, in, in someone will again bring it up. Same thing for medi- medicines, mm. right? I don't know if everybody knows, but uh, pharmacies actually have a delivery service. They do. All of them do. Yeah. But they don't inform your, their seniors yeah, that they have right. it. Yeah. So, which is so sad. Which is very sad. Well, that's why we, we promote Nas's pharmacy. Nas will deliver your medication everywhere yeah all pharmacies are supposed to do that they are yes you know that i didn't know that they they get they get paid or something i'm not sure how it works Mm -hmm. but they do 
Isn't but that they, but, but they have all these old foggies lying in line waiting for them. And when you get to the pharmacy, <laughs> you know, it's like you, they force you to shop for 60 minutes before they fulfill a prescription of 12 oh, tablets. Oh, that's right. For yes. you. Yeah. Isn't that sad? That is sad. Yeah. So uh, the moral of the story is that drink water and <laughs> <laughs> keep yourself healthy. <laughs> yeah. I, I Yeah. But Anita... Here is the question, health-related and insurance-related. Yes. Maya here is in her early uh, 20s, right. I would say. Should she be going to you and saying, okay, I want an insurance, a health insurance? Actually, what she should be doing is understanding what her life is all about. Right now, she is on a career path, right? She's making some money. I'm sure she likes to make more money. I, I'm not sure. Maya, do you live with your parents? or you, I do. you do. Maybe there's a point where you would want to have your own place, which means you have to fork out more money for that. What is your biggest asset? What do you think is your biggest asset? Here. like In, in here? life. What is your biggest oh, asset in life? Life. Like life. breathing, right? <laughs> well, you have life if you're breathing. But what is your asset? Asset is something that is valuable, that holds a value. Oh. I don't know. What kind of trick question is this? I think family. I don't know. Yes. Oh, so, health. Okay. <laughs> no, your biggest asset is your ability to earn an income. Oh, okay. Because without that, I mean, much as I would like to be, you know, sitting under a tree and meditating, but if I don't have money, I can't do much, right? Mm -hmm. So your biggest asset is your ability to earn an income. So do you have a car? Uh, my dad's car. I drive. Yeah, yeah, you have a car. And uh, so the car is insured? Yeah. Why? Because it's mandatory. Mm. The government doesn't give us a choice, right? Mm. You have a car, you have to insure it. So how do you protect your biggest asset, which is your ability to earn an income? Insurance, first, right. First, health. Stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And then second, you have to insure that. Because we started the program with saying that, you know, even healthy people get sick, mm -hmm. right? So w what happens when you get sick? Essentially, you take a break from work because you've got to recover. If it's a minor cold and cough, that's fine, right? You lose a few days of income, especially if you're an hourly wage worker, you lose a few days of income. So you, you know, that's why the government has now mandated that everybody gets how many six, man, five days, five, six days, six days a year. So yeah. that if they are actually calling in sick, uh, because they have, you know, they don't lose wages for that day. And then we also have the, you know, system where if you're actually sick, you get a doctor's note that takes you out. But if you're an hourly wage earner, they, they, you'll get that one day and then you don't get any more, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to protect your ability to, to earn an income. If something dramatic happens, right, and someone is diagnosed with, say, cancer, right, that whole process, can you imagine how debilitating that is on a person's mind? Yeah. On that family, there's an emotional drain, a trauma that, that, that goes along with that announcement, and it's not just you. So if I'm diagnosed with cancer, it's not just me who's suffering mentally. It's my friends, my family, my you know immediate uh, workers, my, my, my employees. Everybody is suffering from that. So how do you, when you get sick, you go to a doctor, you want to get better. It takes time and you want to concentrate on just that. You don't want to be worried about how am I going to pay my rent, right? Mm -hmm. Or how am I going to pay my bills? Right? In your case, it's bills. You, you don't have rent money to pay. Yeah. But how am I going to pay my bills? So there are people who have to, the moment you start in life and you start earning, I recommend everybody to, the first thing, look at living benefits. 
especially when you're young. Life insurance, well, it's great to have life insurance because it's cheap when you're young. That's the advantage. But you don't need life insurance, mm. right? Because if something happens to you and you die, who's depending on you? Nobody, right? Yeah. So we don't need. But what do we need is to protect our life, ourselves, if we are going to be living. So th these are called living benefits. So living benefits essentially are things like critical illness. It has really gone explosive. Everybody owns critical illness. At one time, at least 20 years ago, you didn't have critical mm. illness policies in your group benefits. Mm, now you do. Now you do. In mm. fact, a small amount, but you do. So what does that do is if you're diagnosed with something that is, uh, you know, considered a critical illness, like a heart attack, a stroke, a coronary bypass, any of these things that are going to take time to recover, you get a lump sum of money tax-free. Oh, okay. So say you, at your age, insured yourself for a $50,000 policy, right? You And something happens. It's, it's basically the day a doctor says, okay, uh, this person is diagnosed with a critical illness. If you survive 30 days from that day of diagnosis, you get this lump sum of money. And remember, recovering from cancer or heart attacks or strokes, it's a long process. Mm -hmm. It takes like six to eight months. Uh, previously, people would pass away, but now you actually live because medical science has really made progress. Mm. So you get this lump sum of money. It's tax-free. It doesn't solve all your problems, but at least you're not worried about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got... Um, generally, it's a good idea to take about one year's income, you know, $50,000. It, it helps you concentrate on getting better, right? Yeah, at least it, it doesn't stress you out. Yes. Now, the other part of it is, you know, when you're young, you say, this is never going to happen to me. It happens to other people, which is fair enough. Let's go with that logic. Yeah. It'll only happen to other people. But critical illness insurance also has the ability for you to get all your premiums back. So, mm. you know, you can have a lifetime policy or you can have a policy till you're 65 years of age. Mm. I, especially if you're uh, scrambling for money, you're young, you don't have all that money, you know, you, you haven't started earning that much, but you want to protect yourself. Get a critical illness policy with the return of premium at the age of 65. There you go. The hope is that nothing ever happens to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, nobody buys critical illness you know, because <laughs> you want something to happen to you. You hope nothing ever happens. But then it's not a waste of money. It's like putting money under your mattress. Yeah, it doesn't grow, but all your money comes back to you. Yeah. And 65 is a good time because you're going to go into retirement. There you go. So if... Can I interrupt you yes, and, and take a short commercial break? Absolutely. And then come back. And if anybody has any questions, they can call us at 604-280-1200. And also, I wanted to also talk about you know, uh, while you're thinking about positive things, think about, you know, 25th of November when this radio station is celebrating its sweet 16th birthday. Oh! Yes. And so we've got some um, giveaways for that. Oh, my God. I know. What are they? Oh, well, we haven't decided them yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, but I can't... I, we have decided... But I cannot talk about it just as yet. It'll be relieved, revealed on the 21st of November. And so the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th will have mega competitions going on. Ooh. Ooh. So, and then tomorrow, Dr. Minnie is going to come. Oh. So, excellent. So, that woman and us, we do programs in which we give away stuff. But oh. Not, but not tomorrow, oh. next month. Okay. So, she's going to be giving away. Uh, designer eyewear. And what do we have to do to get that? 
you you listen to the program you participate and you answer all the questions and then uh, rely on your luck and whatever <laughs> number she picks out okay. gets it okay but you have to get right answers she asks you common sense questions she's a very smart woman like you so let's take a short commercial break and we'll be right back स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो रिम जिम सुन रहे हैं हम गपशप का प्रोग्राम है और अनिता जी हमारे साथ हैं वी वर टॉकिंग अबाउट हाउ टू फॉर अ यंगर पर्सन टू गेट अ पॉलिसी व्हिच बेनिफिट्स देम वाइल दे लिविंग या वाइल दे लिविंग बेनिफिट या इट इज अ लिविंग बेनिफिट इट इज अ लिविंग we earn money and if you're not going to get a month's salary that's going to affect us yes. any one of us yes no matter how wealthy you are mm-hmm. when you don't have an if, if the wealthier you are the more you will get affected exactly. but when you're you know just starting out in life you should protect your ability to earn an income right. so that you can recover properly because these days health mental health wellness is a huge thing and everybody's affected by it It's like a fad only because there's so many more incidences. I remember when I started, uh, you know, statistics-wise, like, you know, you'd say, okay, 30%, 30% of people would get a heart attack, stroke, coronary bypass. I think now it's, it's, it's way higher, 38% or maybe even more, wow, wow, right? Wow. And you find it and, you, you, you know, obviously the more you live and you look around and you see everybody and you wonder, Ki, this girl was perfectly fine. What happened? She was... living well eating well you know working well everything was perfect what happened so i encourage every young person who's starting out to do this while you're young critical illness is very uh, inexpensive right and it is something we should do because um, you know i met uh, somebody yesterday mm. who was paid out uh, 3 million dollars mm. as death benefit mm. from their mother's uh, Estate, life insurance yeah, life right insurance, I see. now The planning on this was done not by me, by somebody else, mm. uh, many years ago. And $3 million is a lot of insurance and permanent life insurance. Can you right. imagine? Yes. It costs a lot of money. Mm. And I sat with the gentleman and he basically said to me is, you know what? This is a help, but I'm going to have to come up with $3.5 million more. So I have to sell her assets to get that money. Wow. So the... And these were not... I mean... they became very rich yeah. over time yeah. buying assets right you know but what 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 i'm trying to say is that when you when you start the planning and you say oh yeah she's just trying to sell me insurance mm. i'm not mm. right mm. i'm trying to tell you that life progresses right and we generally do better each year yeah and that's why we start off young hardly any money and then we start making more money experience uh, opportunities come by and we need to be cognizant that financial planning starts when you're young yeah especially in the realm of insurance right uh, money you can always start saving any time and even later on in life you can you know but insurance the cost of insuring say a 25 year old and the mm. cost of insurance insuring a 55 year old is huge huge difference in mm. cost so if you are actually going to at 55 need something mm. you might as well start it now for insurance specially wow right so there is never a wrong time to start for for insurance never yeah as soon as there are people who buy insurance for their kids well i my my very first insurance policy was bought when i was 28 years old and that's a very good policy because yeah. and and you also bought for your child that's right right and it's not oh why why does my child need insurance yeah. well because they will 
even if if nothing, they will need it for estate planning. Yes. Right? Yes. No matter how much you plan and you do well, say you don't have assets to leave behind or you don't have kids mm. or anything, then look after yourself. Mm. And also manage money in such a way that you can make a difference after you pass away too. I like the way you said, Ki, you know, when you get uh, the living benefit insurance, when you're 65, that's a return of premium, ah. guaranteed, 100% on a isn't critical that, illness isn't policy. Isn't that just amazing? That is amazing. You know, and that uh, that basically, people say, oh, why do I have to put it? Hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's called planning. It's, it's called forced, forced saving as ah, well. That's right. right. I still know people today who, who put money in one account for this. I'm saving this. You know, I'm, I'm saving $300 in, in, in a particular savings account. Yes, yes. To those people, I say, make that savings account into a TFSA. Ah. because a savings account will only get you interest yes. that you will have to pay, even yes. if it's small. Now, actually, interest has grown. You put mm. an interest, you put a GIC, you get 4.5%. Yes. Right? That's a lot of money. Yeah, instead of half percent. Instead <laughs> of half a percent or nothing. Like, I have uh, interest on my U.S. dollar. Right. I was looking at it yesterday. It's a, it's a, it's a U.S. dollar account in the yeah. U.S., and I got three, three cents in interest. And then, uh, at the end of the month, they took away one... Point five, no, one cent uh-huh. as tax, uh-huh. withholding tax. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so whatever you get, if it's yeah. not in a, t- if of course, if you've maxed out your TFSA, this is not a conversation for you. Right. But those exactly. people who are saving money, please meet with somebody and find out what are the benefits of saving in a TFSA. TFSA, in fact, has been the best thing the the, the conservative government introduced. Yes. Yes. Wasn't it? In fact, they realized that just the RRSP is not going to be sufficient Mm. for people to retire on. Because when they retire, you know why you hate RRSPs? Mm. Because you have to pay the taxes at that time. So it was not going to be enough, especially with the way inflation is growing. And now now it's like, you know, for the last 10 years, we, you know, inflation was very, very, very low. Low. But now it is growing and it, and it, it catches up. You need something. You need people to have the ability to save. And give them a benefit. And the TFSA gives us that benefit. When it started, people were making fun of it. What am I going to do with $5,000? Right? But it's $5,000 every year. It then increased to six. At some point, one of the governments made it $10,000 for one year. Right. So, but now it's a substantial amount of money. And the good part of a TFSA is that you can take money in and take it out. But I wanted to get back to the, the living benefits. Right. So, you know... If you have a savings plan and you have you have your critical illness, the other things that most people might want to consider is um, having a, a you know your health and dental, right? Health and dental. Health and dental. You can have your private coverage. Okay. For health and dental. Okay. Because if you're in in a if you're in someone's employment and they provide you group group benefits, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. You will get health and dental with it, mm-hmm. along with. Uh, another living benefit is disability insurance. Right. Okay. Right. So you will get that, but if you are not with the group, you might want to look at you know personal personal health okay. and dental. Of course, when you're young, very young, you know you might not need it because w- w- what can really happen? But what people need to understand is this: is that when you get into a health and dental plan, you they will never accept anyone with a pre-existing condition. Oh, okay. So if you have no con- pre-existing condition and you get your health and dental plan, and then you have, I'm a prime example of that. Mm. 
I have always had a health dental plan mm. um, because I was working, you know, it was part of a group plan from Sun Life. And also your insurance. And, and I'm insurance too. Yes. No, but, you know, even though you're in insurance, this is why you think about these things. Yeah. So when I got out of Sun Life, it was actually a group plan. And I had to, I, I came to my own company and I was, I also have a group plan in my company, mm -hmm. but I chose to take a personal health and dental plan. Okay. Because I was 40 something. Mm. And I knew that after coming out now, if I'm on my own, if anything happens to me, I will not be covered. Mm. Right now, I was absolutely, uh, you know, uh, basically uh, healthy. Mm. So I took my health and dental. And guess what happens? About three years after that, mm. my personal health and dental, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Wow. And the medication I have to take, because the traditional medication doesn't work for me, costs right. like more than 500 bucks a month. Holy macro. Right? And it's actually just going to increase. Actually, yeah. It costs more than 500 bucks a month. And I don't have any other illnesses, but that's a lot out of a person's paycheck. 500 a month. Yeah, just for basic medication. Yeah. yeah. Right? To just keep my diabetes in control. In control. And so because so, you have that insurance. And so now, as long as I keep my insurance, they can never give me, they will have to keep paying for that Right. For the rest of the rest of my life. Right. Right. So health and dental is important. Right. While you're healthy, you should get it. If you come out of a group plan, you should get it. Mm. Right. Those are some of the things that people have to really pay attention. Because so, these are living benefits. Yes. We usually talk about life insurance and how you can make it into a retirement plan and right. all that stuff. This is completely different. This is things that you will use while you are alive. So if you have any questions, mere paas to hai. लेकिन अगर आपके पास हो तो आप अनीता हैं यहाँ पे अगले पंद्रह मिनट भी एक्चुअली बारह मिनट यू कैन कॉल अस एट सिक्स ओ फोर टू एट जीरो ट्वेल्व हंड्रेड सिक्स ओ फोर टू नाइन नाइन एट एट सिक्स थ्री आई समटाइम्स फील दैट आई अब्रप्टली इंटरप्ट यू एंड आई गो इन टू कमर्शियल ब्रेक ओके बट वी हैव टू डू दैट आई हैव टू लुक एट द टाइम एंड अंडरस्टैंड वेन द कमर्शियल ब्रेक इज एवरी फिफ्टीन मिनट्स यार Here we go. Do a commercial break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio or Radio Room, Jim Sundry. Up, 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 up. Program is Anita Ji. Our side and guess what? We've got a caller as well. Okay. So line one, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Fine, thank you, Ji. आपके पास सवाल था? Yeah, I just wanted to ask. Um, I used to work with the public service, and then I have this dental and uh, um, health insurance. Uh, you know, paid by. Actually, you know, I retired and then uh, um, I still kept the insurance yes. for myself and my husband. And it's like uh, not a very good plan. It's like 75% uh, that they pay uh, for, you know, either, you know, medications or dental. So uh, my husband says cancel it. You know, it's not worth it. And I'm not sure what to do. Should I just keep it or... <laughs> I would strongly recommend that you keep it, you know, um, because especially the government plans, you're not paying too much for it. If you actually look at what is the cost that you're paying, do you know what you're paying for it? Oh, I think they take out uh, 150 out of my pension. Uh, for mine is free, but my husband, uh, like health insurance is free, but the dental I pay for myself and for him, him and uh, the health insurance he has to pay. So it's like a total of $150. Yeah, I don't know, uh, you know, what age you are, but if you're retired, you're probably, you know, over 60 at least. So yes. I would not recommend 
cancelling it. You know, if you look at the cost of a when when you did retire, you would have had the choice of taking your own policy or, or retaining the government's policy. Uh, yeah. And if it is a uh, BC government, I think the policies are pretty decent, even though it is 75% coverage. Yeah. 75% coverage is a lot. Right now, you may be healthy and you don't realize it. But yeah. I have I have known people who suddenly then have a illness and have a problem. And, mm-hmm. you know, one injection costs like $2,000. Oh, okay. So can mm-hmm. you think about what would happen in the event mm-hmm. something bad does happen? And there's some medications are very expensive. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. would you do? $150, if you look at it, maybe you guys don't go out for dinner twice, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a month or something like that. And and that would you could cover this. I wouldn't recommend canceling it, uh, okay. honestly. Okay, uh, yeah. Now I tried to call other insurance companies and they said, you know, the government plan is better. That, you know, like um, it would be expensive to buy a private it would be, one now. Yeah, it would be very, very expensive. And also the other thing is if you have any pre-existing conditions, they won't. They may not even cover you or they will put oh. exclusions in it. In uh, your current okay. plan, you're covered for everything, even oh. though it may not be such a rich plan, mm. but yeah. it is better to have this. Oh, thank you very much you're for welcome. clarifying that. Thank you're you. You take care. Thank you. Well, you know... Uh, I'm so glad that she's proactive. Yes. That is being this proactive. Is, this is planning and, you yeah. know, taking a second opinion. Um, right. And, you know, I have nothing to lose no. uh, or, or gain. Yeah. So, But I would really recommend that, you know, if you have a plan, especially a government plan, don't try to save that $150 or that, you know. You have a plan right now, I mean, uh, for someone who's in their 60s, even if they're very healthy, uh, would cost uh, at least 200 per person, mm. right? And uh, you've got to be absolutely healthy to have no conditions to be covered. So, you know, Anita, I am. I, I can give my example and say that um, I met you when I uh, was 60 years old. Mm. And I wish I had met, met you when I was younger than that. Right. Because after meeting you, I mean, whatever insurance policies I had earlier, we kept but whatever you got me after that, I wish I had been able to get it before. It would have been much cheaper and yes. much better. Yes, yes. You know, and, and and yeah, one of the policies which is fantastic is, a, is an expensive policy. Very expensive. Yeah. But you know, Shushma, uh, you have the long-term care policy. Right. Right. You know, it's not even available anymore. Really? Even Sun Life got out of the business because, and that, what does that mean? That mm. means that is a policy that is well used. Mm. Even if you use it for just one year in your life, mm. you will re- more than recover all your money. Right. right. Right? We hope you don't have to use it. No. But, but remember that, you know, we live, we're going to live much longer. Yes, I know. And those policies. So bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, everyone says, no, shoot me. But yeah. who's going to shoot you? Nobody's I won't. Shoot you, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, no. So, so the issue is that one needs to be prepared. And, mm. and you know, I have that policy too. Right, right. And in, in three more years, I fully pay for it. Yeah. Completely paid. Right. So hopefully I live long. But at 58, it, I stop payments. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very good. <laughs> yes. Mine won't stop for another three years. It won't? No. For another three years? Okay. Yeah. So so even so, Shishma, look, yeah. I mean, you are an active businesswoman. I, I think right. you're more active than I am in your physical activity and your all the stuff that yeah, you I do. I do drink water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, um, so it's very important. Now... I wanted to talk about the last thing was disability insurance. That's right. Yes. 
So disability insurance, like when you're working for the government or an organization, you most likely have group benefits and you will have disability. Okay. So what does disability insurance do? It means for if for whatever reason you become disabled, right, and cannot, and say you're 45, you meet with an accident and you cannot function, um, you know, you're, you, you can, but uh, you're living a life, but you can't function uh, in the capacity that you were working in, mm. right? Mm. So then you get paid out till you are 65 and at which stage then the, you know, uh, CPP starts and everything starts then. But you will get paid out 67% of your la- highest income that you were earning um, till you are 65, which okay. is retirement age. Okay. And it is tax-free. Okay. So it protects you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as I said, if for some reason you're unable to work, what do you do? Exactly. If you don't have a disability policy, or if you don't have, uh, you know, savings, then you're in you're in a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, a lot of people don't have savings. Whatever they earn, they consume, right? So part of their they are like me. <laughs> part of their consumption should be, uh, you know, they used to say at one time, ten percent of your earnings you should set aside to look after yourself. Looking after yourself means not going for the to the nail spa, but to basically buy products that will look after yourself. That's right. So things like you, you know, you contribute to your RSP, you contribute to your, um, you know, your uh, you buy your insurances, you yeah. contribute to your TFSA, so that there is money coming in when you have stopped working. So disability insurance basically is there for every profession. Mm. But disability insurance, if you're supposed to get it yourself and you're not covered by the group benefits, uh, what happens is the higher the income you earn, the cheaper the disability is. Mm. Because disability is one policy where there's been a lot of fraud over the years. Mm. I think RBC is one of the biggest providers of disability. And I think now Canada Life is left. Mm. So these are all these living benefits insurance companies have slowly gotten out of. Mm. Everyone used to be in it Mm. because these this is the reality of life Mm. that they got out of it because they were not able to it wasn't profitable that means Mm. there are people who are actually utilizing the policies what do insurance companies want they want you to buy policies where you pay in the premiums and never utilize it exactly yes so in life insurance they're very smart they have already got all the calculations done so they know that you're going to pass away someday it's a matter of when so those calculations are in and up until now for disability and all living benefits, they have an estimate and, you know, but it's only the giants who have been able to stay on. Like for long-term care, Sun Life for a long time was the only major provider, right? For to provide disability. a full, no, long-term care insurance. Long-term care, okay. It, long-term care insurance is not related to work. No. Disability insurance is related to your earned income. Okay. Right? So disability insurance is basically related to protect whatever you earn. You, mm-hmm. you, you have to prove it with your T4 or your T4As or whatever it is that you're giving. And they'll give you, you can insure yourself up to the maximum of 67.77% of your income. So, but it's a, it's a living benefit. So basically I was trying to tell people is that, you know, living benefits play a huge role. Mm. Health plays a huge role. And they're all related, interconnected, because if something goes wrong in your health and you want to protect yourself financially, you need to look into these insurance policies called living benefits, right? Death benefits, I think everybody knows what life yeah, insurance is, and they right. have their standards, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But living benefits are very important. Very important, especially for people who say, oh, ah, when I die, I'm gone. Yeah. What about when you're living? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want that protection? Of course. It's all do. about the quality of your life, right. the quality of the people around you. 
uh, if you are someone who doesn't have a large family, who's going to look after you? Exactly. You know? So, so if people wanted more information, Anita, where can they call you? They can call me on my cell or text me on my cell. Which is? 778-998-998-8324. Fantastic. And we will see you Okay, perfect. Uh, next Tuesday, we'll have Divya. Tomorrow, we will have um, Dr. Dr. Randhava. Yeah. And Thursday is a very special program. I'm going to have uh, Simpson Thomas and Associates talking about, you know, insurance and uh, not insurance, but personal uh, safety. Yes. And your legal rights. Yes. Oh, I'd yeah. love to be here. On that yeah, day. I know. You would, you would like that program. 